Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode 11 of Movie Dumpster. Today we're talking Dungeons and Dragons from 2000, directed by Courtney Solomon. Fuck me. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Connor McGraw. Welcome to the Dumpster. Roll initiative. Let their blood rain from the sky! Uh, let me start out real quick and say... Actually, you know what? Not to cut you off, Joe, but honestly, this movie would have been way better if a character actually did roll initiative. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, was this movie great the second time around? No, no, it wasn't. Motherfuck, I can't believe we had to watch this again. (laughs) Oh my god, I fucking hate this movie so goddamn much. I want to put it into a capsule and throw it into the sun. It's pretty fucking bad. I thought... That this was Keanu Reeves for the longest time. No, we got the poor man's version of Will Wheaton. <laughs> In the, right, yeah, I thought it was fucking Keanu Reeves. Now I haven't, I didn't see this movie when it came out, and I'm like, oh, that's that fucking stupid dragon movie with Keanu Reeves. Uh, it's not Keanu Reeves. It's Justin Whalen, the fucking guy, the guy who plays Andy Barkley in Child's Play Three, who I guess didn't have any fucking work uh, since that movie because th- this movie is a piece of shit. See, you keep you, you you keep you keep saying that name, and I don't think I ever saw Child's Play three because I'm not a big fan of Chucky. Ah, uh, yeah, one and two are worth watching, I think. If if you even want to do that, you know what I mean. I feel like you just palm in the forehead and chuck him down a flight of stairs, and you're probably okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Get away from me. I don't know. I don't know. Toys coming to life was always my childhood fear, so that's why I kind of have a special spot for them. Uh, at least the first and second one. You can see how much we want to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> we're already talking about Child's Play. Yeah, fuck this stupid fucking movie. God damn it! So due to some due to some technical mishaps, we had to go do this again. Um, and this is a. Th- <laughs> I think it's just served to only increase my hatred for this movie because this is a miserable piece of shit, and I totally didn't want to suffer through this again. Imagine, imagine getting murdered, right? And then you have a chance to like redeem yourself, and then you just get murdered again. That's watching this movie twice. The same way, but the second time, your pants fall down. Yeah, you're like super embarrassed in front of everybody. And they're all pointing at you and laughing. So Jeremy Irons uh, makes out with a scepter. (laughs) That's how this movie begins. So this is the film based on the game, the RPG Dungeons & Dragons. Why the fuck they even made this, I don't know. Why they took this approach, I don't know. So, the basic premise of this movie is we are cast upon the city of Ismin, and this guy, the sorcerer Prophium, who's Jerry, Jeremy Irons, uh, he's, basically, he's basically Emperor Palpatine, and he just wants to overthrow Ismin for what, whatever, whatever reason. He wants to control dragons. He's Palpatine, but we don't have to go through two movies of him kind of just hiding his crazy. No, he's just right out there in the open, like, hi! I'm Jeremy Irons, and I want to fuck a dragon. From the word go, he is already, I am the Senate. He's already got the face wrinkles and everything, and the cloak. He's like, my forehead is a butt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's like the first scene you see him, it's like, uh, 
he's he's already like you guys are saying he's already licking a scepter he's talking about his evil plans he's like fucking mojo jojin it up <laughs> yeah seriously he's got He's got the, 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 this movie has the worst props I think I've ever seen in a Hollywood film in my entire life. They are so bad. I, this movie looked ambitiously expensive, but then it just looks like they just, they sh- cheap changed everything they could get their hands on. And every set and every prop and every costume looks like it was from the Hercules and Xena discarded bin. I feel like Jeremy Irons kept upping his price every day. <laughs> He's like, hello. He's like, hey, Courtney, I need more money. If you want to keep me for this pile of shit. That would probably explain why by the end of it, he's just a manic psycho because he's just ringing this company for all it's worth. Oh, he's fucking, he's, dude, he's taking handfuls of that scenery and just fucking munching on it. He's like, I am the dark mage and you all need to bow before me against the dragons. So what is the fucking quote unquote plot? Something about dragons and class warfare and nonsense? This is one of those movies where, like, we're we're rushing, we're blowing through the beginning, and then it just hits a fucking wall, and then it's like, what, what, why aren't we? You know, we we were going so fast, and now we're going so goddamn slow, and all this bullshit is just piling up around me, and like I'm drowning in it, and I can't breathe, and I'm like, God damn it, movie, let me go, let me go. I, I was gonna say to your point, Joe. Uh, you know, it's like they took a three-hour movie and they took the first two hours of that movie and put it in the first hour. In the last forty-eight minutes, they're like, "Fuck, what do we do?" That's exactly what happened. And this guy, uh, what's his name, uh, Courtney Solomon? Okay, he. <laughs> yeah, he I fought... know where you're going with this. <laughs> He, he also directed an American haunting. He also wrote and produced it. Yeah. So I don't know who the fuck keeps giving this guy money. And like, here's here's some really good actors and here's a lot of money. Make a fucking shitty movie. He's got Sissy Spacek and, and fucking uh, uh, Donald Sutherland in that movie. And it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? What are you doing? What are you doing in these movies? He also did Getaway with uh, Ethan Hawke and fucking Selena Gomez. And that movie bombed to shit, too. I wonder why. Because he directed it. Um, so, this movie is Jeremy Irons' Profion character. <laughs> His name's Profion. Um, Profion or Profion? Profion. Profion! Profion! <laughs> um, he wants to create a scepter that'll control red dragons because he needs those for reasons. Again, he wants to overthrow this government just because he's a fucking tyrannical cocksucker. That's That's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and he's got some kind of he's got some kind of beef with the sitting empress who's like eleven years old. It's Thor Birch, by the way, and she flip flops from fucking Padme to the childlike empress in this movie. Yes, uh, and is dressed like both. Oh yeah, she's full. She's literally full on Padme at the beginning, and then she's <laughs> and then when she's riding a fucking dragon at the end, she's childlike. Sometimes, empress. sometimes in a single scene apart. Yeah. Um, so Jeremy Irons is, I guess he's just using his his ambiguous magic to make this rod scepter thingamajig, and he walks up to it, and he starts blasting it with more ambiguous magic, and then, like, more or less makes love to it. It's, like, encased in rock candy, like, set inside it's a... In a why is it in a gyroscope? It's inside a giant time-turner from fucking Harry Potter. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, fucking hinkle finkle dinkle do, and then it fucking... Then he's really awful i cannot stress how awful the cg is in this movie and it's all over the place it's so fucking bad it's like you know sega saturn level even worse even worse than that every transition is a jarring horrendous cg like turbo 
pan of this horrendous looking CGI building or something. Well, it starts too. the movie, the first shot after this like opening, uh, you know, scene where they just talk about like some brief history is this like paint, this zoom in shot of the city. It's like, Joe, help me out here. (laughs) Even before that, there's like this shitty voiceover. It's like, that what long ago there was mages and humans and the humans didn't have magic but the mages did and the mages kept the people as slaves in a town and some shit happened and then here's the movie we we have the, we have these sweeping landscape shots of these awful fucking cgi castles and oceans and towns and it's like you don't have it in your fucking budget why Every fucking transition is a sweeping shot of a CGI city, and it looks so fucking bad. There's no excuse for it, because there are movies that came out five years prior that had less of a budget um, that look way better. The Abyss came out in what, 1988? Mortal Kombat still (laughs) looks fantastic. To a degree, yeah. Well, I think I think I think you mentioned this last time, but like the you mentioned the effects as akin to the uh, the bestiality effects in Annihilation. Uh, yeah, the animality, bestiality, is something entirely different. Oh, uh, ex- ex- <laughs> no, no, not 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 bestiality. <laughs> the animality. My bad. This movie looks worse than Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and Mortal Kombat Annihilation is irredeemable garbage. I know, but I'm saying, if you take the animality scene, like of Liu Kang and Shao Kahn uh, as the Hydra and the Dragon, now take those animated characters and just fucking shove a bomb up their ass and explode them all over the screen, and then this is this movie. Yeah. And we see our our first poorly animated dragon in the first five minutes, because Jeremy Irons tries controlling it, and he says, I know he is, because he's like, I'll take every ounce of your rage. (laughs) I don't know what he's doing. I really don't. I'm going to control you to kill for a bitch for whatever reason. And then and then the dragon's like, hey, get fucked. And then Jeremy Irons is like, hey, you, no, buddy, you get fucked and drops a beat on him. <laughs> so they try so he tries so the dragon tries to escape because the the scepter doesn't work because he's a shitty mage, and it breaks and uh kills the fucking dragon, and him and his bald fucking right hand man, what's his name again? <laughs> Damodar. Damodar, excuse me, Damodar. We have to find the and his fucking his and his pouty face and his blue lips. Oh my god, dude, he looks like a fucking extra from uh, Orgy. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, it, they were. He was like, is, <laughs> is, is is this the Blue Monday video set or or okay, oh, Dungeons and Dragons? It, sure. Oh, how does it feel? Uh, uh feels like shit. Well, the, well, the blue lips is supposed to, you know, imply that he's like addicted to some kind of like plan or drug or something, but they never really explain it. It's just like window dressing on the character. Ah, see, you mentioned this last time. Now, okay, <clears throat> that would be totally fine. Okay, so he's addicted to this drug or whatever that makes his lips blue. That is not part of this character at all. Like, I think that would have like he's an evil dude, but like for the most of the movie, he's kind of just like doing things against his own will. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like. It makes more sense to it makes more sense to me if like he had an addiction problem and this is why he followed Jeremy Irons in the first place and this is why he's doing all these awful things and betraying you know essentially the 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 loyal fam- the royal family. His defining character trait is telling people how painfully they will die. Yes, that's it. That's all he does. Oh my- and he never does. He never pro- he never makes good on his promises. No, he's always like you will die slowly. Crack. 
kill someone just by breaking their neck. Yeah. Now you're dead in two seconds because <laughs> now you're dead and I am not. <laughs> on to the next thing. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the gate falls on the dragon and the dragon starts bleeding out and uh, the the fucking blood. <clears throat> this is our transition, by the way, to our two main characters. The fucking blood drips into like a sewer or some kind of aqueduct and it like lights the fucking uh lake on fire and across the lake is all the common folk because they're at the they're at the castle and Justin Wayne's like ah fucking goddamn mages lighting this lake on fire you know what if they killed what if they killed some people no one ever stops to explain why dragon blood mixed with water is a combustible element no cuz it's fucking stupid they're just like hey look what it does never brought up again Matthew McConaughey's in the corner like, nah, man, you see, it's two glands in the mouth. That's what does it. Oh, my God. A Reign of Fire reference? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, I quit. (laughs) (laughs) You bring down the heart, you bring down the beast. The thing that cracks me up, though, is everyone is, like, way too casual about this. Like, there's just these flames on the ocean. They're like, huh. Yeah, you know, it's fucking mages. They're just like, oh, yeah, that's happened again. Anyway, so next Thursday. With the exception of Justin Whalen and Marlon Wayans. As snesses the snails. He's like, man, I can't believe those mages are lighting shit on fire. They could have hurt somebody. And then without missing a beat, Justin Whalen's like, ah, he scratches his chin. He's like, you know what? Let's go rob the magic school. And I'm like, what the fuck? The fucking magic? You couldn't have a... Not, not... Not the Arcane Academy, yeah. not the Divine College of Wisdom, not Winterhold, the Magic School. Or the Castle of Alchemy or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> or the bank. Or the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Where they keep all the gold? That would have been an idea. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's over. Let's go rob the bank. It's never occurred to me. Uh, so they... Oh my god. So... That's what happens. They're just like... Yeah, you're going to find a lot of riches by going to rob a fucking university. Yeah. Well, they figure that there's like, you know, shit that's worth something because it's magic and it's mages. And it's like, who are they going to sell this to? Well, and it's also in this scene, you kind of get interested with the idea that Justin Whalen's character, Ridley, like he just, he he feels like he's going to be meant for some bigger purpose. And Snails just kind of like laughs it off like, oh yeah, Ridley the savior, that'll be the day. It's It's so the movie later on can go, hey, remember that? No? Okay, well here we go anyway. But we never really, we never really get there though. Like Ridley just becomes, he's not, he kind of is the savior, but he's not. And it just, it's just bad foreshadowing just because, just for the sake of it. So, so yeah, Ridley and Snail say they're going to go, well, Ridley says he's going to go rob the mage's school, and, Ridley, and Snail just goes with him, but then it cuts to a scene of the Empress and uh, Profian basically getting in an argument in front of, like, the uh, council. Profian's like, you're a child, and children are stupid. That's that's their conflict. That's the that's the base of their conflict. Jeremy Irons is like, you're 10, I don't care what you say. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to tell the council that you are stupid and a child. Which is exactly what happens to Padme. And he does. He's like, come on, everybody. She's a fucking child. She's a dumb idiot. Let's have a war. And they're like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. But he's, but he's, but he's, but he's doing this with various hand gestures and, and very overdramatic full body scoffs. Yeah. She shouldn't have that scepter. We need to take it from her before she summons the dragons. I get no one sees any red flags with how Profian acts. Like, should we give this guy all this power? They, uh, by the way, they don't listen to the Empress. The Empress. 
She is the the buck stops with her, and they're just like fuck you. Well, she she wants to give rights to the non mages, and he's just like bullshit. Fuck that. They're just they're just faceless nobodies. It's just a bunch of guys in cloaks. <laughs> it's like um, it's like in Freaked when uh, when Bill Sadler like he's like everybody in agreement, and he pulls the fucking lever, and all their hands are tied to strings, and they all go up. So then, then we have uh, then we cut back to Ridley and and snails trying to steal stuff from the magic school, and uh, Marlon Wayans goes through a series of uh, piss poor physical comedy acts before picking up very cheap looking props. He's like picks up a he picks up a fucking like foam dragon tooth and like a foam dragon scale, and they look so bad. Like one side isn't even painted, and you could see it, and it's just like does. Uh, it's so fucking stupid and awful, and they're and like like Connor said, like they're they're doing all these gags, but they're just falling flat on their face because they don't have. Justin Whalen has like no comedic timing whatsoever, and he's completely out of sync with Marlon Wayans. Oh, well, just, like when he goes to throw that chalice to him, and it just misses, and he's like, "Huh, snails, be quiet." Yeah, he's like, "Huh, yeah, yeah." He he he's like, "Be quiet," and he throws the fucking chalice, and he's like, "Oh, shh, quiet," and then he like throws like some kind of thing of snails at him right or or some kind of bird or some shit in like a cage <laughs> or, or whatever well, what is the what is the joke there <laughs> yeah like what, what is the joke that that snails just says this to fuck with this guy even though he just is constantly saying hey i want to get out of here as soon as possible but let me pick up this big dragon tooth i have no way of carrying out of here everybody yeah but that dragon tooth he picks up he's like holding it and I'm like that thing looks like it weighs a fucking ton and he's holding it with one hand because because it's hollow. I mean, he does point out. He's like, "That's too fucking big. Put it down. You can't take that." Oh yeah. Then he picks up the lamb and configuration, and Pinhead fucking walks out of a wall, just fucking guts him right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says he's, he he just is like Jesus wept, but then he still screams when he's ripped apart. So I did you know I don't really get it. He's like, "Your suffering will be. You know what? I won't waste my time. Go about your business." Right. Yeah. Pinhead would have lost uh, money on that deal. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, stop your shenanigans and your fist bumping and your farting around. I think uh, Pinhead would have just glanced at it and been like, you know what, no. And then just turned around and left. He would have, he would have used the stairs, he was so unenthused. I think he's like, he'd be like, this is my hell. <laughs> he's, just, he's just walking by, he's like, no, I just have to go. He needs a magic rope. So what actually comes out of the box is like this big fucking bone dragon and it scares snails and uh it's the fucking thing that pops out of the sewer grating yes. in the first ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, the subway. So then uh you cut to like the other room. It's like this huge fucking library and uh the attendant from earlier that was with the empress is like talking to Marina, who's like the librarian there. And he's saying, "Oh, we got to find this fucking we got to find this book that's that's going to give us the tip to find this red scepter." This guy, by the way, is like the elder mage. Like this guy is serious. Is supposed to be seriously powerful and knowledgeable in magic, but he's a bumbling old fuck. He's he's the old man from the end of Princess Bride. Wouldn't that he's be like, nice? <laughs> he's like Radagast. Like he's powerful, but he's kind of a fucking idiot. You know. Well, it doesn't help that Marina is kind of just like the super low level mage and is just kind of like absent minded because she feels like you know she's wasting her time in this place. So it's like. She doesn't want to be there at all. She's like, isn't there something better I can do than organize books? And it's like, fucking, you, you're training. You're in training. You're not a full-fledged fucking mage yet. Keep your pants on. 
And and apparently she couldn't even organize books properly because that dude walks up. He's like, "Why is this book here with these spells?" And just walks away. Yeah, he's like, "Why is this in alchemy? It should be in dracology." And it's like across the fucking library. Like, damn, you are an awful librarian. You're terrible at this. And now I'm gonna let you cast spells? Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah, seriously. Uh, so this commotion, I guess, draws Marina upstairs, and she casts a magical rope spell. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, the lab creatures are out. Go, 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 fix it. Oh, he's trying to, he's trying to crack this, this scroll, uh, that has the direction, or the, it's the map to the, um, the red dragon scepter. And ah, uh, yes, the yeah. scroll, MacGuffin yeah. number one. Oh yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if we could see what was inside that scroll? Would it be? Uh, we'll we will. We will get to that uh, fucking <laughs> horseshit. Um, everything. Th- this whole movie is. We must get this thing. Now that we have this thing, we must get the next thing. I feel like there is a movie somewhere on the cutting room floor. Like they cut all of the bad cuts together and made this movie, and then there's another movie somewhere else. Where there's lots of plot and actual sense. No, no, yeah, yeah. The actual movie. This is just like all the scraps <laughs> strung together. So like Prometheus. Hey, I like Prometheus. (laughs) I do too, but holy shit. It's a good fucking movie, dude. It's fine. It's fine, yeah, exactly, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. Um, Yep. So then Marina goes upstairs and she starts yelling at fucking... uh, What the fuck? I don't care. Ridley and Snails. I don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that guy. She she lasts... Okay, first we have an exchange of like super... Like this dialogue is from like 1955... She, he's like, he's like, whoa, princess, what the fuck? He's like, what, what's your problem? All your mages and y- y'all a bunch of bitches and shit. And she's like, oh, you, you common folk are so common, and you, of course, I would never take you home or what have you. Oh yeah, it's because she lasses them with the, she fires some spell at them, and the spell is just a rope. Comedy. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's just a rope they can't get yeah, out of. But- He's like, oh, is this the only way you can get, you can take guys home with you at night? And she's like, oh, I'd have to cast a fucking stupid spell on myself to take you home. If you haven't gotten the idea, this movie hates the women in it. There's your first sign. Oh, can't stand them. Can't stand them. <laughs> Jesus. It can't stand this movie has the ladies made me, that are in the movie. <laughs> this, this movie has made me dumber. I've had to watch it twice, and now I'm I am more dumb because yeah, of it. Yeah, I uh, I forgot both my parents' names by the end of the second viewing. Uh, so downstairs they, what is it? There's there's some kind of other commotion which sends Marina back downstairs to her old master. Yeah, Damodar shows up, and, and then Damodar's like, yeah, you Dumbled- die, Dumbledore Snowy. fucking screams. And he pushes the guy, and he dies. Yeah, Dumbledore fucking screams, and they all head back down there, and it's hilarious because she still has the spell on them, and they're like. They're like she's like pulling them along in the with a fucking rope wrapped around them, and we're laughing our ass off because it's so goddamn funny. Wouldn't you love to have been the person that had to rotoscope that? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Jesus, if I, I would fucking I would jump off a fucking bridge if I had to work on this movie. Um. So yeah, da- damn dumb, damn, damn dumb. That guy. Uh, he threatens this live guy yeah. with the blue Bald lips. guy with blue lips and pointy Orgy. ears who always looks like he smells something really bad. Uh, threatens to kill this librarian painfully and then just, like, I don't know, gives him a mild shove and you hear some kind of bones crack, which means this guy was made of peanut brittle. He gives him the Vulcan death grip and he's like, Arr! Yeah, and the guy's like, Arr! and he just dies. <laughs> he just dies. 
like it's nowhere near his his hand is nowhere near his neck and you hear a crack no, and he just and he falls just, over. He just croaks and falls over. I'm like, well, hold on, what did you do? Ah, but before he does, he magically rolls up the scroll and throws it to uh, Marina or Marana or Miranda or whatever the fuck her name is because I don't give a shit. It's Marina. Marina. Uh, and then she, what is she, she casts a portal spell and runs out of there? Yes, the last time she uses magic in the movie. Yeah, she, she's super powerful, but never uses her magic. Like, she blows all these dudes down. She, like, knocks them all the fuck back, and then casts a portal, and then they, you know, they get away through it. And how, wait a second, how the fuck does Damodar catch up with them so quickly? It just implied he must also have the same ability. I, I, that was my read on it. That motherfucker doesn't cast any spells throughout the whole movie. Fuck that shit. It, it looks like he just used the kitchen exit and ends up in the same street as exactly, them. Exactly. Like, That's also a possibility. <laughs> it was just across the wall, like, <laughs> into the alley outside. So someone's like, they use portals. Damn, and Damador's like, they're, they're over just there. Just open the door and walk through, you fucking fool. It's, it's like yeah, they go they go through a portal, and it's like they could have fucking went anywhere with that. And they, uh, sir, I uh, look out the window. Oh, oh okay, Never they're mind. outside. Just, they could <laughs> they could have went across the globe, but instead they go into a fucking trash heap in the middle of an alley and find a fucking dwarf. And they yeah, their party increases by one. Which is never explained. Like, like this guy is, I guess, homeless on the streets, and then he gets mixed up with them, and he's just like, well, guess I'm going with you. I guess you're my parents now. <laughs> this motherfucker gets a free ride like crazy, because he's just like, oh, I'm going to hang out with you guys now because reasons. Well, uh, he gets pissed because they jump in his, like, little shithole area. It's and the garbage. Yeah, and it says, like, uh, only dwarves allowed or some shit, and then it he... is a, It's a tent and what looks like piles of shit. Yeah, and then he wakes up, and, and Damodar is, like, right there, and one of his men shoot a crossbow, and it, like, skins the top of his head like a Three Stooges bit oh and knocks my his God. helmet off. And he gets, like, pissed, and he's like, ah! And he, like, runs up and, like, sweeps uh, Damodar, and then he's like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, he fucking talking about Mortal Kombat, he, Jesus. He fucking punks Damodar and runs off. Yeah. And he, he does his little dive into the trash compactor. Oh, yeah. Fucking Meg Mucklebone's fucking nightclub. <laughs> and then they go into the fucking garbage or something. And then Damodar's like, I want a guard on every exit and entrance to the sewer. I want them found. And the next scene is the morning, and they're, like, just walking around in the street. They're like, ha, ah, well, we escaped that plan. <laughs> we'll just we'll just skip that. After our it. after our brilliant escape, we won't show you that. <laughs> um that's what that, that's what I'm saying. All of the parts that matter, we don't see. No, it's just it's just transitions and jump cuts. And fucking bad jokes and shit garbage that could have been cut. Yeah. And the next scene is them hiding out and they're saying they could they could go to the authorities, but now they're they're wanted criminals. And the dwarf is just there. He's like, yeah, I'm here now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Buy me a drink and some food. They have this, like, horribly shitty uh, drawing of Marina on the wanted poster. It's like somebody's fucking kid drew it. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, shit, it looks just like us. Put your hoods up and let's go. Uh, Justin Whalen has the hardest time putting that fucking hood on, too, if you noticed. He's, like, reaching back trying to flip it. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's, like, no, trying to flip it up and, like, just barely gets it on before the pan is over. Courtney Solomon's on a microphone, like, we only can get this shot once. Don't fuck it up. Justin, Justin, Justin. Your hood, Justin. Fuck. All right, we're moving on. Moving on. Fuck it. He's like, nailed it. Perfect. Great. I feel like that happened a lot. There was a lot of compromises in this movie. No time. No time. 
the next scene is Damodar walking in with his hands up like, well, you know, I I fucked up, but uh, I, I've got the uh, the, tr the head tracker on the case, so uh, yeah, no, nothing to worry about. Uh, I only uh, put a ton of guards uh, on the sewers and didn't find them, but uh, yeah, I got it under control. And then Profion's like, you done goofed. He's like, oh, right, so you can't even find a stupid girl and a stupid boy, so now I'm going to put a fucking earwig in your head. I wish it was an earwig. This thing is a fucking small tentacled beast that painfully inserts itself into Damodar's head. It looks like something from Jumanji, like, inside his body. This shit should kill him. Well, it's like two long tentacles that have, like, uh, like these... I don't even know what you would call them, like latchers on them. Uh, they they look like they look like scorpions harpoons from the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, but they open up they open up like flowers though. Yes. They look like they had, there's actually a creature in D D called a displacer beast. It looks like the tentacles on a displacer beast are coming out of his ears. Do, does it have the same functionality as this thing? Uh total I no, the place displacer beast is like a panther essentially that has tentacles. It, it's like super intelligent. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Imagine if there was a giant panther inside this guy. These tentacles are massive, though. Like, I feel like they would obstruct his hearing. Like, go get the girl. What? Get the corn cobs out of your ears, fuckface. <laughs> Clearly do something to him, because by the end of the film, his head looks like a cherry tomato. Oh, my God. He's, <laughs> his head is a fucking abscess by the end of this. I'm infested! So, uh, ticks, ticks joke, sorry. So, yeah, he gets it. He's, he's like, ah, don't hit Profion. They're like, don't fail me again. <laughs> yeah. Don't fail me now, and since my little friend is inside of you, you should have no problem finding the girl. I need that red dragon scepter to go on with the rest of the movie for whatever reason. <laughs> Maybe? Reasons. Go! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or something! Over there, go! Yeah, they end up in a tavern. Bars, this is the bar scene. I was going to say, they make zero effort in hiding their identity once they get to this place. They're just like, yeah, okay, we, we got far enough away. Yeah, their cloaks are gone, they're out, in the, they're out in the open with this fucking scroll they allegedly stole, and they're just like, look, here, this thing, look, let's read it. Yeah, the dwarf has, like, a plate full of fucking chicken he's shoving down his throat. And he's talking about some kind of, like, stu he's like, yeah, when I, I fought this guy, and, and he had a spear, and I, and you know what I did? I, I, I bit it with my mouth. And they're like, yeah, that's great, just the fuck up. Anyway, here's this map. Every line the dwarf says reminds you that he's a dwarf. He's like, well, dwarfs do this. And then he has turkey hanging from his beard. It's disgusting. <laughs> we get it, you're disgusting. Shut up, you fucking trash monkey. So, and then Ridley's terrible to Marina for the second time in the movie. What does he do in this scene? He's She's trying to read the scroll, and then Ridley, who we have no background information is on, on is like stupid girl take your fingers and blah 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 and then i don't know oh yeah his mysterious backstory that's never explained he has this whole like it's implied like very very lightly throughout this whole movie that he has uh mage blood or is of mage descent and knows something about magic but it yeah, he's fucking lone star yeah exactly he is. That's exactly. He just doesn't have the fucking liquid Schwartz. That's about all he's missing. No, but he should have got that fucking fortune cookie to tell him he was a prince. <laughs> he's like, my dad drove a carriage with the symbol on it, and he put his fingers on the map, and he was like, sim sim sala bim, and then he gets sucked into this fucking map, and it's like, okay, I guess. And Marlon Wayne's just like, I told you that man was talented. <laughs> Oh, is, is this is also the point when Snails tries to do it, and he has the bidet joke? Oh, yeah. He's like, bidet, ha, ha, ha. And then Marina grabs the scroll and does the same thing, and she gets sucked in. And so they take a little sabbatical from the movie for about ten minutes. 
So there's another movie going on inside the map while we watch fucking... While we watch... <laughs> that, we're, that we are not privy to at all. No, and and but we get to watch Marlon Wayne's try to mack it to a fucking elf and the dwarf be disgusting. He says something like elves are too small, like you need a 250 pound dwarf woman who you can who you can hang from her beard or something like that. Yeah, he's like you need a 250 pound dwarf woman with a beard so you can hang on to. Hey, you're going to fuck the dwarf. And he's like, "No, nah, man, I'm good. I'm going to try to go fuck this elf cuz she's a babe." So he goes down there <laughs> And he's like, you know, it's just stupid ass comedy where he's like trying to pick her up and she's not having it or whatever. And she's she's uh, she's an elf who is secretly tracking them. But see, here's the thing. Now, was she enlisted by what's his name? Damodon? Uh Yeah. Yeah. Damodar. Damodar, he says, is I'm going to enlist the tracker. Right? Yeah, I think I think that's why Profian gets pissed. He, it sounds like she is in service to the queen, but like also Damodar is, so he can probably enlist anyone from the royal guard, I guess. Right, but why would you do that if you're double crossing the fucking queen? Well, that's why Profian gets pissed when he comes in and he's like, "Oh, I have Norda taking care of this." He's like, "Okay, oh. she's the best hunter." Like, why the fuck did you do that? I didn't make that connection. Yeah, whereas I think Damodar is just thinking, well, this will get this solved quickly, not that, oh, shit, she might get on her plan. <laughs> Damodar is like, I sent middle management to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. They have somebody else do it. Right, I mean, as far as we know, maybe he was just going to, once he got the information, going to kill her. Like, who the fuck knows what his plan was? Damodar is, a, is, a, is an extremely flawed character because the, now his only motivation to do anything for Jeremy Irons is because he has a fucking head snake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're hanging at this tavern, and this is arguably my favorite Damodar moment in the movie because <laughs> he's like take he's taking money from this like old man or something, and he's he's in not so many words tells him if this information is incorrect, I'm gonna hurt you. But he says it like, if you fail me, you will find yourself in a situation that is far <laughs> less fortunate than the one that I am currently in, and it will be very painful for you get out of here my cousin's brother's former roommate it's it's <laughs> i'm like you can just threaten people you don't have to use that many words look if you don't fucking take me to him i'm gonna kill you that's it if if you're wrong you die that's it and this guy he's saying this to is clearly like a homeless person that tipped him off on where they're at he's just like okay yeah no problem see you later he's just, he's just nodding he's just nodding the whole time he's like uh-huh yeah okay i get it sure can i have my coins now all right bye <laughs> <laughs> fucking weirdo yeah What's up with them fucking blue lips? Anyway. (laughs) Can he breathe? (laughs) He was in the pool too long. Snails is being like super obvious in this tavern. And uh, Damodar fucking spots him almost immediately. Well, it's not hard to spot the only black man in the movie. Well, yeah, next to the only black woman in the movie as well. (laughs) And then a really fucking low budget piss poor brawl breaks out. Oh my God, this is so bad. Again, this is like, this is like... Hercules Xena level garbage like well you have the dwarf and we didn't mention it yet because it doesn't even matter but his name's Elwood um he has a name yeah according to Wikipedia I don't think it's mentioned once in the film I've seen this movie twice I never heard his name get mentioned because he I don't think they call him by anything so he puts his fucking sunglasses on and he's like come on we gotta get out of here um and then they they some physical comedy 
question mark happens. Well, 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 he like running clotheslines a dude who's just having a drink. He's like, bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> of all the people to hit, he hits his innocent ass dude just like, I just want a drink. <laughs> like he could have did anything else. I just got fired and now I'm getting clotheslined by dwarves. Like it, he's like uh, Bobcat Goldthwait and fucking Scrooge when he's about to take the sip of fucking booze and he's on the street in the fucking car, splashes him and he drops the bottle on the ground. That's what happens. Uh, so they escape and they, they, this is where they run to the woods and they start, oh, this is when, uh, where they come out from the map, right? Or the scroll? Yeah, they like escape, uh, Marlon Wayne's and the dwarf escape to the woods and they're like, oh, we gotta get him out of the fucking scroll. So they roll it out and he says the fucking, the hilarious bidet line again, which somehow sets them free. And then really comes out, he's like, hey, plot. He's, yeah, but he's arguing with... Marina when they come out and they're like, no, we're going to Fridays. We're not going to fucking uh, 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 Olive Garden. I'm not going to Applebee's. Their chicken fingers are really bad. So he's like, there's some banter back and forth about where they were, but they don't really tell you where it was. And then they're like, oh, well, we were in the map. We spoke to a wraith. And the wraith was like, we need to get the ruby. And the ruby's at the fucking, uh, the, 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 the main thief's hideout. This is the part of the movie when they ran out of money. Yeah, this this is this is the ending of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Except it's not funny. <laughs> this just they pop out of the map and they're like, "Hey, guess what? Here's some exposition and now here's the plot of the movie. We're not going to show you anything or this race that we mentioned, but you have to take our word for it." No, like where is that? Like why we should have followed them into the map instead of that fucking hokey ass bar scene. I, I mean, to be fair, if they did show that scene, can you imagine the fucking CGI for this wraith? Oh god, all you need is a guy in a cloak and an ominous voice. Have Jeremy Irons do the voice. But they wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was a I was a big fan of uh I was a big fan of uh the 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 talking skeleton at the end. Oh yeah, Mr. Bones. Oh god, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Who, God damn it! there's a Monkey Island reference I was trying to make, and I can't remember the fucking skeleton's name. Let's get the hell out of here! That's always that's what I always think of in the Army of Darkness. <laughs> so, yeah, they come out, and they Ridley's like, yeah, we gotta go steal this fucking, uh... The Eye of the Dragon. The Eye of the Dragon. Yeah, and, and the Snails drops this fucking nugget. He goes, ah, this is the Ridleyest thing I've ever heard! Yeah, he's like, hey, that's a new name for stupid, is Ridley. This is Ridliest. Uh, so the Eye of the Dragon, the Eye of the... Uh, I'm exhausted talking about this already, <laughs> by the way. Um, the fucking Eye of the Dragon opens uh, this ancient shrine, which has the, the red dragon um, scepter in it. So This movie's plot is like how dreams and inception work. It's just one layer on top of another, on top of another, on top of another. Well, and, this, and like the first hour of the movie is like pretty ne- breakneck pace. It's like only the last like th- third is is like digestible. Uh, they so they get the so they have to go get the the eye of the dragon and this ruby. It's it's a ruby and it's the size of your fist. And he's like, "Come on, Marlon Wayans, we're gonna go get this ruby, and uh, then we'll ditch the 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 the." We'll ditch Marina and we'll we'll go sell this and be rich. Ha ha ha! And one of the ways is like, okay, sure. <clears throat> and the du- the dwarf is like, I guess I'm coming because I don't have a choice. And it's like nobody fucking asked you to stay in the tree. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, why not? And then the camera zooms into the dwarf. Oh no no no! They're like they're like they're like. I'm, I'll all right. I'll come with the dwarf's like all right. I'll come with you. Go home. But who's gonna pay me? And then uh, Marlon Wayans and Justin Wayne look at each other and, like, 
point at Marina and then they walk off. Ha ha ha. And then Marina looks at him. He's like, oh, we'll figure it out later. The camera zooms up to the dwarf's face and he like squints at the camera like all upset. And he's like, that's a horrible way to do business. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) And then Norda fucking shows up to to bring the plot back into play. Is this where we, we is this where we see her armor? Wait a second. No, she's not she's not in there yet. They go to the fucking thief place first. They go to that they go to the Oh, that's right. That that's oh another God. wood scene which is in like the same fucking spot. <laughs> <laughs> so they they go to the, having the, having rewatched this fucking sequence, I have to say this fucking purple dude is a, is an unintentional source of comedy because I don't know what this actor was doing. Um but it it was all over the place. Yeah, it, I, you said this last time. Like he's just like, it, like I think you said something like uh, he he says they go up to him. They're following him because they're trying to get to the thieves' guild, which they don't really mention in detail. They're like we gotta get to this place for reasons. Um, well, Justin Whalen knows a lot about it, but doesn't let us in on it. And they're tailing, they're tailing this horrendous-looking purple guy who's I don't even know what the fuck he's supposed to be. But he's got like a, he's got three eyes and like a. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. He's got, yeah, he's got three eyes and a fucking fin on his head. He looks like Majin Buu. He's like second form. Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, he catches them f- tailing him, and then he says with these pauses, he's like, he's like, they will cut your nose off and put outside away your nose used to be. <laughs> yeah, and then flicks his tongue seven or eight times and walks off. Yeah fucking corny prick like the, your makeup's awful the, everybody in this scene looks like shit too also again why why the long-winded threats why can't you just say fuck off is that like you know now that i'm now now that i'm thinking about it it's like is that a is that the gag you know what i mean <laughs> but it's fucking stupid like is that the joke that we're just not getting no i get it if it is the joke <laughs> it's just bad everyone makes long-winded uh threats they don't follow up on no yeah they're just empty uh so then they show up at this fucking hideout, and guess who the leader is? Well, they, well, hold on. They, they get to this hideout. It's a fucking thieves' guild, and they just basically tail this guy, like, for five minutes. And like, huh, we found it. Uh, and then uh, we meet we meet the boss, Xylus. Uh, and it's none other than fucking Riff Raff himself. And uh, he's like, oh, hello, welcome to my thieves' guild. He, he, on, upon the second viewing, he reminded me of... Uh, the leader of the uh, Black Light Gang from Batman and Robin. Don the Dragon Wilson's the leader of that. <laughs> but just his mannerisms and stupid acting, like, hello, my pretty. That's not know. how he talks in Batman Forever. He's like, <laughs> no, yes, it's it not. Is. Dude, trust me. Yes, My fiance is. loves that movie, and I've seen it too many times. Trust me, Don the Dragon Wilson's like, motherfucking Batman, little Batman boy. Like, he talks like that. I have no memory of this. Rather, oh my god, yeah. Well, he doesn't say little Batman boy, but he, you know. I think we're talking about two different gangs. There's a bunch of neon gangs in that movie, isn't there? No, there's only one. There's like a blacklight gang. When Robin, when fucking Chris O'Donnell takes the fucking Batmobile. Oh, no, I'm talking about when Poison Ivy and Bane are going to set up their new base. They run into a second set of blacklight painted goons. Ah. Uh... Yeah, that guy. <laughs> So they so, so they go into the thieves guild and apparently like these guys are just like 
have this beautiful furniture. I don't know. You know, it looks like they're living in the high life. Well, yeah, but like the guy who runs it, it's like super rich. I mean, he's the head of the fucking thieves everywhere. The, the thieves guild is a secret place that's got a secret hideout, but they're loud as fuck and they're right there. Uh, so they go in, so they go in to see Riff Raff and Justin Whalen's like, Hey, uh, how you doing? I'm the fucking, I'm the guy from in, in Mish or whatever the fuck the town is called. Uh, Ismir. I'm from Innsmouth. Yeah. No fucking Jesus Christ. Xylus looks like he's from Innsmouth. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Innsmouth. He's like, hello, I'm a fish person. <laughs> Justin Whalen's like, yeah, I'm the fucking 23rd squadron of the, of the Thieves Guild and, uh, 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 Phi, Phi Delta Pi. And uh, Riff Raff's like, oh, I'm so, glad to, I'm so glad to see you. It's rough out there. There's a bunch of mages out there, right? Yeah. And he, <laughs> yes. And he's like, he's like, yep, came for the dragon eye. Can I have it? And he's like, oh, you and a bunch of other people. Have you ever heard of the death maze? And he's like, sure, every thief's heard of that. And he's like, well, guess what? You have to do it. <laughs> Everyone else has died doing it. I'm sure you'll do fine. So they went. So they go to the maze, and he's like, uh, "He's like, all right, I'm gonna go in the maze now. I'm Justin Whalen, and uh, this fucking maze again. We're showing it's like all CG, and you can blatantly tell that like Justin Whalen's like composited into the front of it. Like it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. Uh, and then and then he walks into Legends of the Hidden Temple and. <laughs> 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 And he's jumping off fucking axes and shit and, like, dodging all this stuff. He made it through because he had two halves of a token. Yeah, yeah. Shrine of the Silver Monkey. Shrine of the Red Dragon's Eye or some bullshit. And this maze is this maze is full of traps. Look, they're made of fucking paper mache. <laughs> I'm Ermac. Go through my thing. Everything looks like it's made for a dollar fifty. Um... <laughs> It probably. I was gonna say no. Like Xylus claims that all these people have been in there and like attempted this and died, but there's not a fucking bone to be found inside this thing. Oh my god! That yeah. Who's who's cleaning up this maze? That just dawned on me. You're right. Nobody should be cleaning. It should look like the fucking raincore pit. Not a, like it's clean as a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a fucking disgusting pit of corpses. Oh yeah. Like one-eyed Willie should be in there with the fucking uh, or Chester Copperpot. I do love the um the room with the uh the pressure plates that shoot fire. Um That's cool. That was like some Zelda shit. I feel like that room is patently unwinnable. Um and I kind of like those that I for some reason that amuses me cuz I'm like, "Oh, this room is just to kill you. There's no challenge. It's just unfair." I think the whole thing is supposed to be unfair though. Yeah, but then um here's the thing. It, it would be unfair, but then Ridley gets to the end of it. And he basically calls tech support, and they're like, did you try turning it off and turning it back on? <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit, that's what I had to do. Oh, duh. Because <laughs> uh, he just smashes the timer, and it's just like, oh, you win. Oh, okay, here's the thing that can destroy everyone. Here you go. Here's the key to the thing that destroys everyone. Yeah, so Ridley, Ridley, Ridley uh, beats this maze that has killed every other challenger before it uh, in, in less than two minutes. Uh, and then he has this fucking eye of the tiger, dragon, whatever. And then Zywas immediately asks for it back. He's like, my maze, my ruby. I'm the leader of the thieves. Give me my prize. I, <laughs> it's mine now. Uh, and then, uh, and then uh, Dumbledummy shows up again. 
Fucking, he has the power. He's the same power that Lois Lane has at Batman vs Superman, where he can just appear where the plot dictates. Oh yeah, man. He's like, ha, exposition. Well, maybe he just followed Purple Man again, and that guy is so bad at hiding his fucking movements. <laughs> it's a purple. It's a. <laughs> Later on, the purple guy's like, I don't know how these people keep finding us. <laughs> it's the purple guy's fault. He's got like a long piece of toilet paper stuck to his foot. <laughs> ah shit! Not again. God damn it. I also love the idea that, uh, I think uh, Connor had mentioned this previously, but the idea that this town was just, like, built around this fucking trap that no one could get into. Yeah, this, this, this fucking, this death maze is, like, it's underground, there's, like, a, there's, like, there's basically, like, spectator booths. Because, like, everyone runs up these cages and they're watching it, it's like, this had to be here first. <laughs> yeah, this had to have been here first. And then you constructed a town on top of it. What kind of psychos are you? <laughs> I'm okay with that because, like, that totally makes sense. Like the th- like the thief's guild, like the main thief guy, built his empire around. Th- I mean, it's supposed to be like the most precious treasure, which it totally is in this reality. Which I'm fine with that. I'm not okay with all the shitty uh, ways that we get here. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, Damodar shows up and he's like, "Ha ha." And then Justin Whalen lights a big joint, and he's like, if you want this fucking Jaybird, you're going to have to get out of my way. And he's like, okay. Nah, it's the scroll. He lights the scroll on fire, and he's like, if you don't get out of my way, you're not going to have the map either. We still don't know. We're, we're not even sure why this map is uh, important. Relevant at all, because they don't reference it at all. Me- meanwhile, he's well, he's got this lid on fire, the fucking wraith's on the inside. Like, oh my god! <laughs> My home! Hot Baba Q! I, I can only live here. I can't go anywhere else. Well, like, what would have happened if, if Damodar just, like, fucking held his breath for, like, a second or two too long and that whole thing just lit up? What would really just been him like, uh, mm, okay, uh... Uh, well, we're fucked. Well, it's supposed to be, like, isn't it? It's, like, enhanced with magic, but it's still flammable? Like, what kind of bullshit is that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, so then some, some more uninspired brawling happens, then uh, Marina gets knocked over and dragged out of the building by her hair. Yeah. Yep. Because we're doing that. Well, at first, too, like, uh, Xylus is, like, not helping them at all. He's just kind of, like, still being a little vindictive. And then Damodar steps, like, right under, like, a couple of Xylus' goons, and he just kind of, like, he, like, gives them, like, a wink, and they jump down and on top of Damodar and a few of his guys, and he gives, like, this, like, incredibly hilarious, like, oh, yeah. smirk yeah. to the camera. <laughs> I love when he repeatedly asks who Damodar was. Who the hell are you? Who the hell is this? Who is this man? Where did he come from? How did you get in this hideout? Who are you? Why are you here? He's like, oh, I just followed the purple guy. The front the front door was open. Who left the front door open? <laughs> Where's that purple man? <laughs> purple guy's in the corner, like, fucking dumping dirt out of his shoe or something. Huh? <laughs> Taking a drink, he's just he's just whistling. He's like, nervously tugging at his collar. Hey, you left the door open again, asshole. Uh, what? No, I've been here the whole time. So yeah, they take Marina and um, Ridley, Ridley and and uh, Marlon Wayne's uh, and the dwarf leave, and they're like in the woods again. And then we meet Norda like officially it's like it's it's the same woods <laughs> like <laughs> it's the same fucking scene like they shot him back to back yeah and this is when norda shows up and we are introduced to her aggressive armor that is the most intense breast armor i've ever seen in my life it's got it's nipples. something it's it, they're it's like bullshit that madonna would wear on stage they're like fucking they're 38 d cups with nipples like what like for those for everyone who's ever asked about the double standard of why does the bat suit have nipples 
Here you go. We didn't want it. No, we don't need it. Armor does not need. We don't need armor this. Armor doesn't need nipples. <laughs> and, and, armor does not need to be anatomically correct. It needs to keep you from getting killed. I'm just going to parrot a, uh, a picture I saw once. Not dying should be gender neutral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't have to worry about fucking gender-specific armor if you're interested in not getting killed in the battlefield. Well, no, for sure. You, I totally agree. I mean, just for comfortability's sake, that's all I'm saying. But, like... This is uh, this is also the scene where, uh, where uh, Norda fucking takes a mirror out and starts talking to the Empress under her mirror, mirror on the fucking wall. Oh my god, she takes out like the fucking Ninja Turtle com from the from the animated series. The Empress is like, "Say my name." I'm sorry, wrong movie. <laughs> She's like, "No, no, 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 no." Well, cuz what well, why did she contact her because Ridley and Snails are like, "Oh, Marina's captured and she has the information or whatever." Oh, he tells I think he tells her like, "Hey, you're being you're being played." Like, we didn't we we didn't do that. We were framed and, you know, what you've been told is a lie and but it's totally, it's totally the truth, though. It's just Daradon had had taken Marina, that's all. I have a whole war at stake, and the, uh, lots of people are going to lose their lives, but fuck it. Well, yeah, I guess, because I don't know if we mentioned this, but before this, they have that scene where basically uh, Profian, doesn't he go to, like, the council, and he's kind of just like, hey, yo, I'm in charge now. Isn't this where we, isn't this where we meet Goodfellow Councilman? Yeah, and he's like, hey, what the fuck, Let hey. hey, you, the Empress, what are you doing with your dragons? Everybody, everybody, everybody has a British accent except this guy. He's like, hey, will you fucking, you know, give the kid a chance. You know, she could control the dragons, but it's not that bad. Uh, you're making a lot of sense. Hey, Profume, get the fuck out of here. You, you're fucking this all up. You know, this ain't good for the family. Oh, gabagoo. And then fucking Profume's like, everybody listen to me. The little girl's gonna start a war. So before she starts a war, let's start the war. And then they go to war. And that's that. <laughs> Look, this movie is a, this movie is a fever dream, okay? I don't remember where the fuck we went from here. Um, so what actually... Let me just check my notes real quick. Um, Marina gets questioned. Oh, yeah, the discomfort continues. Yeah, Marina's Marina's uh, in lockup with fucking Doradam, or Dumbledore, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, this is the weird scene where first he cries to her. He's like, I'm in so much pain. Please take pity on me. Blah! And then he ear rapes her. Uh, at this point, yeah, his ears are, like, super red, and he's got, like, all these, like, veins popping out of his neck. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, it's this is also the scene where he's like, I worked for the Empress and her family for thousands of years or whatever. And it's like, so why are you betraying them now? He's like, meh. Because you have the snakes in your ears? Like, but that was before. And, again, this is where that drug-addled thing comes in. Like, if he was, if he was an addict, like, I, I get it. Where he could have had a relationship with Jeremy Irons' character, where he was like feeding him drugs. He was the one other dude in the kingdom that dressed like a fucking bad guy. So he was like, "Huh, you you, you want to get together?" Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, okay, let's be evil. <laughs> Do you want a job? Yeah. So uh, he's like, he's like, "All right, Marina, tell me where your little friends are." She's like. No, I don't know. And she's like, all right, prepare to be ear fucked. And these little things come out and just like literally rapes her ears. And uh, he doesn't get any information. He just leaves. And then he just, he just, she just screams in agony and passes out. She also looks like she's been roughed up from either the transfer to this. And look, I don't even want to know what happened with those guards. Marina is not a very likable character. However, the the way this movie treats her is appalling. Well, he does he does find out though that they have about like what they're doing. You know, he, she doesn't really uh, 
know everything he wants to know, but he she knows just enough that he's like, oh, okay. Of course they do. Of course he does because they break into the fucking castle where she's at or the stronghold where she's at. And they just bumble around and, of course, get caught. Well, you have that scene, too, where, where Ridley and Snails, like, kind of go in and uh, they, they, like, climb the fucking wall and they, they're like, oh, they're like, hey, look, there's some beholders. Which, for people that don't play Dungeons & Dragons, like, a beholder is, like, one of the more, like, famous uh, bad guys. They're, like, you know, in the movie, they're just, like, these horrible graphics. They look like fucking meatballs with arms. And they show up once and are never seen again. Well, they're supposed to be, like, these psionic creatures. And he's like, hey, what's distracting? He throws a fucking rock and the thing runs off, like, flies off. And it's, <laughs> it's like, whoop, 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 and runs away. It's just one and it looks like shit. It was, like, probably the one monster that the fucking D&D people, like, would sign off on. They're like, yeah, okay. It looks it looks worse than the 1992 version of the Cacodemon from Doom. And that was a 2D sprite. Uh, so, uh, Ridley's like, all right, here we go. We're going to break into this castle and be heroes. I'm going to go get the girl. You go get a piece of paper. Yeah, and he's like, why do I always got to get the thing? And he's like, just do it. You're the token black guy. And he's like, okay. Just do it. I'm the hero. My name's Freeman. So this pans out. This this pans out great for snails. He's the hero of the film, and everyone goes home happy, and uh, he lives a long life. <laughs> he could have been. That's actually that's that's actually not exactly what that's not at all what happens. He bumbles around and gets killed horribly. <laughs> that would have been a twist. I would have enjoyed it. They they talk about how they're supposed to be like basically making a camp for the night, not hunkering down in a fucking castle. And this guy seems like he's been living there for years. Yeah, Damodar has, like, a spare set of armor. He's got a fucking... He's got a table set up with his stuff. Like, he brought his own... He, he brought, like, personal belongings and some decorations. Uh, isn't there isn't there a picture of him on the wall? I don't know. I know. But he is a military captain, though. Like, that's not unheard of. Like, you think about the tents in, like, the Civil War and shit like that. You know? There was, like, a... It, it's more luxurious than, of, of course, you know? No, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just saying the way yeah, that it's... Yeah, it but it would be more luxurious if they weren't camped up in what's, equa- what's basically a bunch of walls and some shit. They're in fucking uh, Isengard, man. Yes, sure. I mean, on a $5 budget. <laughs> no, it's just some shitty Italian castle that's all fallen down. They found some They found some rundown castle that's not even appealing to tourists, <laughs> and we're like, here you go. Well, you have snails go in this guy's room, and he and he's, like, all freaked out because he realizes that it's Damodar's chamber when he finds the armor. And he's like, huh, okay, yeah, I just got to find a piece of paper. I just got to find the map. He walks around this entire room, mind you, looking for this fucking thing, doesn't find it, sees it across the room on a table, and I was like, huh, that was easy. And then steps directly in the one spot that there was a trap. Yeah, it's like a it's like a carpet, but it's made out of quicksand or marshmallows. The most conveniently placed trap I've ever seen. It's a fucking rice crispy trap. He falls in. Yeah, it's he he steps in and starts falling in the same goo that Freddy Krueger had uh, Nancy <laughs> fall in the staircase. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I, I don't know if that was supposed to be just a magic trap or if they're implying that's like a monster of some kind, like a slime or an ooze. But it looks like shit. It's just stupid. Like it does. It looks like he's falling into marshmallow fluff. Also, like. Do you think, like, when Damador gets up to go to the bathroom at night, he, like, fucking stumbles into that thing sometimes? He's like, oh, shit, I forgot about the fucking marshmallow coffin. He's just like, he's like, oh, no. Yeah, like, one foot goes in and he catches himself and he's like, oh, damn. Also, like, so Damador shows up after Snails has sunk, like, almost chin deep into this stuff. And instead of doing what, like, a smart bad guy would do, which is take your foot, put it on his head, and just push him all the way down, um, and then call that problem solved. 
Uh, he lifts him all the way out of this thing and just starts throwing him around. Oh, he beats the shit out of him. He beats the fuck. Okay, this movie takes a tone shift right now. <laughs> just this sequence. Because it's, it's supposed to be building up sympathy. And all it's doing is making me go, hold on, what movie is this now? Because he beats the ever-living fuck out of this dude. Well, Snails, Snails pulls out his sword that he hasn't used up to this point in the film. But you would assume that since he's a thief, whether good or bad, he has at least used it a few times. He goes and swings it once, and, and Damodar just grabs it and, like, fucking takes it from him. He's like, ah, okay. He grabs it from him, and he and he's breaks his arm. Yeah, he breaks his arm, but he can still use it. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, it's not limp or anything. He just, like, breaks it at the elbow. He breaks his arm, and, like, Marlon Wayans is, like, bleeding from the nose, the mouth, the eyes. Like, he's getting punched with metal gloves. Yeah, he, like, pulls, he pulls out, like, a dagger from his boot because he's, he's getting chewed choked out by uh Derridon and he fucking stabs him and he he's able to get away uh but he Dar- Damadon or whatever the fuck this asshole's name is chases him to this like a portion of uh of the courtyard in the castle where they're staying yeah he's he's, he's kind of like fighting him off with the little dagger yeah but like he keeps trying to fight Damador and he's like come on come on come on come get me and it's like dude just fucking run away like this is like watching someone drown a puppy it was just that's exactly what it was like holy shit I think he's trying to like bide his time he's trying to like make time for Ridley to save Marina and then you know he does he saves Marina and they run out and they're trying to get to snails who's now like you know 50 yards away and Damodar at this point has like beat the living in daylights out of this guy, and it just basically has him in a in a chokehold. And he's like, "Yeah, uh, give me what I want, or this guy dies." And Ridley's just like, "Okay." He's like, "All right, I'll I'll do it. No worries." And Snails is like, he's like with his last uh, breath, he like takes the map and he and he goes to throw it, and you just hear Justin uh, wailing, "Oh, he's like, no, Snails, don't, Snails, don't, Snails." <laughs> And then and then Damador turns into fucking Shredder and like stabs him in the fucking back. Yeah, this is completely useless. Um, so then he he stabs Snails, picks him back up, and tosses him off the fucking roof of this place. <laughs> oh man, he failed his fucking Dex roll. That was that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Ridley does the most overdramatic uh, Metal Gear Solid reaction to his death. Bum 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 bum. Snails. Oh yeah, he does. Bum, bum, bum. But he's like shaking, like his whole head is yeah. shaking. Uh, his whole body goes into it, and then he gets up to go run at Damodar, and he gets his ass kicked. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marina's there. She's been shown to use a wand in the past. Does she do anything, though? No, she doesn't have a fucking wand, but like, uh, when Snails is in Damodar's thing, he like steals like some fucking magic pixie dust, and... After Justin Whalen's just about to die, she runs over and grabs it and casts a fucking spell. Oh, you know what? I figured it out. That's leftover shit from Rumpelstiltskin. That's exactly what it is. I'm telling you, man. The fucking the glitter, it's a universal magic tool. Yeah, if only if only snails when he got fucking stabbed was like, fucketh me. <laughs> if he ripped Damador's fucking eye out and ate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so Marina all of a sudden remembers that she's a mage. Remembers that she's a mage and actually has uh, offensive maneuvers and, like, blasts Damodar with this, like, completely incapacitating spell. Quite frankly, if she had been smart enough to use that about a minute earlier, she could have knocked Damodar's ass off the building and saved themselves that problem. This is the second time she's used that. Yeah. What the fuck? Just kill this guy. Uh, and then creates a portal and and whisks her and and Ridley away to somewhere. I don't even know where they go. I forget. Oh, they go to Lothlorien. It's the woods. I... Uh- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Galadriel's there, and she's like, 
<laughs> gets Do all you scary. know about the ring and the hobbits? Uh, well, we do. We do meet another another fairy. Well, if you're big into sci-fi and fantasy, a certain actor pops up that comes out of fucking nowhere. He sh- he had no business being in this movie, and fuck ho- and fuck whoever was like, hey, you want to be in this movie? It's gonna be great. Um, so Ridley wakes up and he's met with none other than the Force Doctor himself, Tom Baker. Well, 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 hold on, not to get ahead of that though, but Ridley right before that has his fucking uh, Transformers Optimus Prime dream about fucking dragons coming to birth. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Which is never explained in any fashion. Like oh, we've said that there are plot points surrounding that character that are just never resolved. No, because the apparently he's like he's of some kind of lineage that we never really delve into or it never really comes to fruition and it's just like who f- could fucking care? Like that was your story and you just threw it out the window for some fucking garbage. Uh, so actually, this is where we get up to the war scene where uh, Thora, Padme, Amidala, and uh, Jeremy Palpatine Irons are arguing in the fucking uh, arena or the, the, the council meeting. And uh, yeah, the Empress is like, I will not blah, blah, blah action that leads to war. I don't remember what the fuck Padme says in that movie. I don't know. She's like, I will not sign the treaty, Chancellor, because you are a dick and you're a bad guy. And Palpatine's like, just... And Jeremy Irons is like, <laughs> don't worry, I will turn everyone against you. Time for a war. Dragons. He's like, she's a child, I'm an adult. I know what I'm talking about, don't I? Yeah, yeah. it's like fucking Matilda. You're short, I'm big, fuck you. And everyone's like, yeah, sound logic. Yeah, okay, all right. They're stroking their beards like, sure, okay. Yeah, war sounds good, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, war. Dragons? Oh, awesome. Jar Jar Binks is clapping in the background. The guys from the fucking Muppets <laughs> are up there yakking it up. <laughs> Statler and Waldorf. The Undertaker's dropping an elbow. <laughs> it does look like the old Raw set. Uh, it does. What you what you just said is more coherent than the last 25 minutes of this movie. Oh, oh my God. The ending of this movie is a fucking... Well, you have the scene in Lothlorien where... Uh, where Ridley is basically bugging out about snails dying, and Marina is trying to comfort him, but he's just being a total asshole. You're stupid. <laughs> yeah, again, he's like, he's like, it's all your fault, mage. You're a woman and you suck. And I'm a fucking pouty little bitch who just lost his friend. I guess his point is, is that like, if the mages weren't like this, like this whole fucking situation wouldn't happen. But like, dude, I, I get that people grieve in different ways, but how can you not see you're being an asshole? You're being a huge asshole. Yeah, dude. And by the way, you're the asshole that snuck into the fucking magic school. Yeah. You oh, yeah. By the way, right after he blows up on her, they start making out. Yeah, because that that turns around, apparently. Oh, wait. We have to um, we have to mention the fact that after uh, they escape Damador, the camera slowly pans down the side of this castle. And I'm like, oh, shit. Is Snail's alive? <laughs> and it pans down to reveal, to reveal that he is still dead as fuck. And... <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought the camera was going to pan down and he was going to be like, oh, I'm awake, I'm fine, Snails is fine. He's, he's dead as a fucking doornail. <laughs> nope, they just, they're like, yep, still dead. And they just cut. No, it doesn't even just cut, it fucking fades into the, into the uh, council scene. No respect for Snails, the man worked his ass off and he gets fucking treated like shit. There's no reason for it to be there. Fuck him. The only level-headed character in the film just died. I mean, granted, he was screaming and crying for most of it, but at least he was making sense. 
So yeah, Ridley, um, Ridley's a, a huge old dick to Marina, and then Marina's like, whatever, and then he's like, suck my face, and they do. Yep, and then uh, they're like, all right, we're on a quest. We gotta go get that dragon thing. Yeah, well, they got they got to round out the fucking Lothlorien reference, and they got to give him a new sword as a gift. Oh yeah, Jesus. Hey, you need a short sword. Here you go. Oh, I forgot about that. An elvish blade. Well, before they go out, they're like, you must select your party members. And the dwarf's like, am I invited? They're like, no, you're not. And he's like, well, I'm tying my horse to the to the carriage. Did I ever tell you that dwarves don't like horses? Some some dwarves don't like to show their emotions, but I don't mind. <laughs> he's like crying. It's like, oh my God. You can count on my axe, but I'm not getting on that fucking horse. I do love this, that like they, he gathers the party and they, they venture forth and they get to this like fucking cave. Um, oh, the cave from Empire Strikes Back? It's the Wampa Cave, yeah. They get to the cave, and they're all there, and then he goes to walk in, and he's like, oh, you guys can't come with. And they're like, okay, we'll you wait. You don't got Dragonborn blood in you. Well, he hits a magic wall, and he's like, oh, guess you guys can't come. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or something. Well, see you later. So he so he goes into this fucking cave, and he, uh, you know, he, he walks to this door, and it's, like, glowing fucking cra- this crazy green. And it looks like he's fucking found Van Helsing's amulet in Dracula's basement. And then he ends up not even, like, going in that room. He, like, turns he turns coat and, like, walks the other way and finds this red door, obviously, with the dragon on it, the red dragon door, and he takes the fucking, the fucking dragon's eye, and he sticks it in the fucking dragon eye from Resident Evil, and it fucking turns around, and he gets the revolver. And the last mode disc. Wow. <laughs> it is like a fucking puzzle from Resident it Evil. It is. Uh, so he goes in there, and uh, he finds, uh, you know, the, 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 the armor horde from Legend with all the glitter and shit. And he's like, oh, I'm going to take some gold. And he's like, ah, oh, snails would have loved this. Well, before he walked in, uh, before he walked in, it was like, touch nothing but the lamp. Yeah, it was the Cave of Wonders. <laughs> a diamond in the rough. Abu touches the fucking lamp, and then they have to run out of there on a magic carpet. He turns around, and he sees a, a my, my favorite Mr. Bones. movie, uh, a skeleton. Oh, yes, that's the name. It's, <laughs> it's Murray from Monkey Island, but he's moved on in life. He's like, oh, here's the here's the scepter for the dragon thing, but don't touch it. There's a curse on it, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, well, what's the curse? He's like, well, I don't know what the curse is, but you have to break it. He's like, well, how do I break it? He's like, I don't know how you break it, but there's a curse on it, and they do this for like five minutes. <laughs> The, cur- the curse is anyone that holds this fucking staff is going to want to fondle it. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. So he's like... He does. It's a completely one-way curse. It's just like, hey, it's cursed. How do I break it? You can't. Well, you can, but I don't know how. Here you go. Then what's the point? Yeah. He's like, I'm a, I'm a skeleton. Here you go. <sighs> I, the, the fucking... The sound effect of him falling back to sleep made me really laugh hard because it's like... He does this long, plot-driven speech, and then his jaw clenches shut, and he just slams against his own ribcage all limp and shit. And it's like a big crack, like his neck crack. <laughs> yeah. But it's so it's so abrupt, it's hilarious. Yeah, and then uh, Ridley turns around, and uh, he sees a mural, and then discovers that the Soul Reaver that Kane had is actually a sister <laughs> sword to the one that Raziel had, and that what he's looking at is the ancient war between the Hild and the vampires. Oh, I'm sorry, that's a much better story. Mm, it sure is. <laughs> Wish I was playing that instead of watching this fucking movie. <laughs> Has better graphics. No, it's a stupid ass mural on one side. It's got green dragons and fucking red dragons, and he's like, I don't get it. Apparently, there was a big war long ago, but nobody fucking cares or remembers or bothers to let us in on it. <laughs> They're like, Oh, there's a big war. You mean the Great War? Yeah. Oh, that was bad. Well, next thing. Nobody talks about it ever. <laughs>
And then he just fucks off out of the cave and goes outside, and, the, and Damador once again, demonstrating his power to be at wherever the plot needs him to be, has overtaken the rest of the party, and he's got uh, Morena, and he's like, "Hey, boy, give me the give me the dra- the red dragon scepter, and I'll let your friends go." And he's like, "Really? Yes, of course." And he's like, "You sure?" Yeah, but yeah, by this point, by this point, Damodar's head looks like a fucking whitehead pimple, just ready to go. He's like, "If I don't get this out of my fucking head, I'm gonna die." Oh man, it looks like a fucking, fucking luscious grape you want to take a bite out of. So uh, he gives him the fucking scepter, and he's like, "Killed them all." And he's like, "Wait a minute, you said you weren't." I lied. You promised. <laughs> Trust the bad guy. Okay. So uh. So yeah, there's a fight. Then he opens up his town portal back to Tristram. <laughs> Stay a while and listen. Yeah, and Ridley takes a fucking full sprinting and runs and dives into it, like he's trying to fucking slide down a hill or something. This is my favorite part of the movie. Because Thor Birch... Okay, so the war is already raging, right? And Thor Birch is like, fine, fuck it. You want war? Here's a war. And she controls all of the green... Or the, are they golden or green? Golden. Gold. Yeah, the, they look like shit. Uh, the golden dragons... They look like Kraft macaroni and cheese dragons. <laughs> <laughs> they look fucking awful. They look like fucking poop CGI. I mean, I mean, they yeah, they look awful when you can see them. Because they're dark CGI objects against a dark red sky. It's just a big blob of nothing. Everything just, it's a fucking mess. So she's like, I'm going to destroy everything with these dragons and burn everything to the fucking ground, our entire civilization. So she's flying towards Jeremy Irons and he's like, uh, Damador comes through and gives him the scepter and he's like, oh, take this thing out of my head. And he's like, all right, here you go, zap. Then he can starts controlling the. Uh, he gets control of the red dragon scepter, and he summons the red dragons to fight the golden dragons. So now he has his own army of dragons, and he's like, he's like, let their blood rain from the sky. Jeremy Irons stops giving a shit, like, and just goes two hundred percent ham. The rest of his time on screen. He is barking and growling and gritting his teeth and waving his hands and wiggling his fingers and doing anything he can to come off as the, the most just cheesy villain I've ever seen. All of this, the whole city and everything else except for Jeremy Irons in this scene is CGI because he ate all the other sets. Yeah, it's gone. He ate them all. So they're like, ah, fuck, we gotta fill it in with the city CGI. And he's just barking at his fellow mages who are just getting wrecked by dragon fire, and like he's just. <laughs> What's his end game here? He don't just, he doesn't give a fuck about anybody. He's just like yeah, red dragons and kill it all and fuck it. Well, I guess maybe he just thinks, oh, I'll kill the empress and then they'll just fucking bow down to me. But it's like, dude, like the whole city's ablaze. No, you, <laughs> no, nature abhors a vacuum, you idiots. You just killed the empress. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. And now Thor Birch is like riding a dragon with like the childlike empress armor. And all of this CG is just a fucking travesty. Like, it hurts me to watch it. Well, yeah, he brings the red dragons in with the fucking scepter, and then they're chasing after her through the city, and it's like that scene out of uh, fucking Star Wars, the pod racing scene, except, like, way worse CGI. No, dude, this, not not even close. That's actually competent. This shit sucks ass. And at some point, like, a dragon dies and falls, and it gets impaled on a building. Oh, is that when this guy shoots a fucking cross bolt at it and knocks a gold dragon out of the sky? Like, give me a fucking break. Yeah, and I'm thinking, like, just we've said it before, but, like, who does this help? Because now you're just wrecking the place. 
you're gonna you're gonna rule a cinder pile. Who the fuck's gonna somebody cl- read The Hobbit and was like, "That's a cool scene. Let's put that in a movie." <laughs> the Black Arrow. Who is gonna clean the dragon? Who is gonna clean the dragon off the spire building? Are you gonna wait for it to rot? It's the same fucking guy that cleaned out that trap uh, that Zylus had. <laughs> <laughs> the labyrinth. The is the Ismer corpse cleaner. Tell me, tell me who's cleaning out the fucking church that these two dragons fucking fall, fuck fall through? Tom Baker. Yeah, the doctor rolls in. He's like, "Oh my, what a predicament!" <laughs> ah, I needed a second job. So then, uh, the same portal that Damodar came out of in a timely fashion is apparently still open. Um, and Ridley comes out of it several minutes later. Yeah. It's lingering. So, so what is Ridley doing? Is he just, like, spinning through fucking time, space, like, like halfway through insanity before he flies through that? He's, he's just, it's, it's just that, shot, that fucking shot of ash from the end of Evil Dead 2. Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> well, it's like, it, you know, he's fucking flying through it, and Bill and Ted are like, Dude, the antenna's broken! And then they fucking run right into him and fucking slam him out into fucking Dragonland. Barry Allen's like, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, Barry, Barry's like, Bruce! <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you gotta stop the injustice! And he's like, dude, I'm trying, dragons! So he comes out, and he, and all of a sudden, Ridley's, like, super competent with a sword, and he just fucking takes uh, Damodar out in, like, two minutes flat. He beats the fuck out of him, like, stabs him, and tosses him off the building. <laughs> he's like, yeah, remember what you did the snails? Boop! Here's the thing with Damodar, okay? So he gets the, he gets this... Now, the whole movie, you're thinking, like, okay, he's just a... He's literally just a bad guy now? Because uh, Jeremy Irons has this fucking snake thing in his head, right? So he gets the snake thing out, and he's still a total dick. Like, I thought Damodar was going to, like, redeem himself, kind of. Like, he was the one to take out Jeremy Irons. Uh, but no. Uh, he has a shitty sword fight with Justin Whalen. No, he's he's Tay Diggs. <laughs> yes, it's exactly. <laughs> You're right. He was always an asshole, and he's not going to never not be an asshole. Mind the uniform, Ridley. I plan to wear... Oh, never mind. I'm dead. You know, so, so they're going toe-to-toe, and they're doing this sword fight, and... They stop at one, or or uh, Ridley lands a hit on him, and he has like a one liner, and it's the worst fucking one liner like I've ever heard in my life. It might as well have been followed by like a like a moment of silence, and you hear like. It basically was a moment of silence. He was like, he's like, he's like, oh no, I cut you, and then he like holds for applause. Yeah, he's like, ha, I got you. Damodor's like, yeah, it's a sword fight. Yeah, you sure did. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Justin Whalen sees the film in theaters like, I-, I was told there was a laugh track. That's why I kept pausing. <laughs> what the fuck? I was I was told that'd be fixed in post. Uh, it, yeah, we said that a lot throughout this production. Yeah, like that green screen in this final scene. Oh, God, the green screen throughout this whole fucking movie, man. It, it, it's like fucking Jeremy Irons and every other character has a halo around their head. It's so bad. Because whoever Keita is fucking totally... Oh, my goodness. Just stop. I, mean, I, I can't imagine doing this shit in two, the year 2000, but my God, is it bad. Dude, it was interns all the way. They ran out of budget. Uh, Profan gets to the balcony and picks up his fucking Red Scepter, and he's just like gyrating in the air he's like well he goes full exorcist he'd never go full exorcist yeah he's his head his head spinning around he's he's vomiting all over the place um, <laughs> to the underdog with you your mother sucks cocks in hell ridley i think i would have gave this movie five fucking stars if that happened fuck me fuck me um that would have made this movie infinitely better <laughs> And then uh, Ridley runs up in slow motion and does the wimpiest tackle I've ever seen in my entire life. There, There is, like, a two-foot gap between his shoulder and Profion's stomach, and he, like, just 
holds his waist, and then they it's, fall down. You could like you you couldn't even do a decent spear. Like, come on, dude. Like, come on, shoulder to the gut. You take the wind out of him. Uh, yeah, no, but I'm saying like you, like what we only took this. We only did one take of this. That's what that's, that's what this looks like. <laughs> that's the whole movie. Like, all right, all right, go tackle Jeremy Irons. All right, fuck it, we're good. Moving on. And 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 if you if you hit him hard enough, he would just went over the edge anyway. This is true. Or why didn't he just fucking like drop kick his ass? Seriously. <laughs> I would have paid. I'd have paid money to watch him run up and drop kick Jeremy Irons off the balcony. <laughs> and then the Undertaker back in there with another elbow. The lights go out and Profion's back in the balcony, like ha! Ah! Somebody just sits up randomly. It snails. <laughs> um, and then like Ridley's teammates just materialize. So, like, all right, we figured out the portal technology in the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, they'll just they'll just show up. Yeah, what the fuck? Did they ride a dragon there? They just show up and um, all of them like it, they shouldn't. They run to Profion and he like just Beetlejuices them. He just snaps his fingers and pauses them and sends them into the model. Yeah, can't. <laughs> nice fucking model. So <laughs> he can't dispel Justin Whalen in one hit, but all these other motherfuckers, he's just like doing like. Funny magic too, and when I mean fun, what I mean by funny magic is like. Well, that's be that's because Ridley's a very special person. Even though we're never gonna actually explain it, we're just gonna make a lot of implied things about him that only apply to him. Fuck that shit. Yeah, and then Ridley gets back up and has like a like a short duel with Profion. Yeah, and like all of a sudden Ridley's like the fucking Highlander, and lightnings come out of his sword and shit, and there's all this particle effects and stuff that there can only be one weren't there before and then Profian immediately disarms him <laughs> oh look you got the quickening share um and how does how does Ridley get a hold of the fucking scepter he kicks it out of his hand and picks it up that's it and then Ridley picks it up and he's like ha oh this thing is cursed no he picks it up and then all of a sudden he can call, control dragons and again it's like <laughs> where is all that lineage that you that you keep hinting at well he, he just goes to Profian he goes to Profian uh is, is the big giant flaming eye normal yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't like this. You're now the. You're now one of the black hands of Sauron. Well, well, you have all his friends. They're like knocked on the floor like the Ghostbusters at the end of Ghostbusters Two, and they're like, they're like, hey, Ridley, use that thing, use that thing, and he goes to use it. And he's like, this is evil, and he just fucking what does he step on it or he smashes it on the ground or something? He cuts it with a sword. Yeah, he drops it on the ground, and smashes it with a sword, and it ex- it explodes. Yep. I mean, it was a magic sword, so I get that. He's like, what have you done? And Profian just, like, loses his shit. This is when he just stands up and uh, I put it on Facebook. Uh, Sometimes a wild Profian will appear larger to predators when he's in danger. Um, Because he just, like, throws his arms up and he's like, ah! And he starts going, Now, why at this point didn't he, like, cast a giant fireball into Justin Whalen and just send his ass sailing over the side of this tower? Uh, Because because he needed five minutes to build up the spirit bomb. Okay. Well, what he should have done is created a fucking portal and gotten out of Dodge, because, like, almost immediately after that, the Empress just, like, rolls up off her dragon and is like, hey, uh, you betrayed me, and he's like, uh, um, no, I didn't. Yeah, he's like, Empress! Wow, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. He dies the exact same way Beetlejuice does. He does! Sandworms, (laughs) am I right? I hate him myself. (laughs) I've been to Saturn! That's where we're at! We're on Saturn! He's fucking Hook! Peter. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> uh, and who stuffed him? And who said I couldn't? Uh, so, yeah, mid-magical mid, mid, uh, mid magical barking, the Empress just rolls up and just fucking eats Profion. <laughs> and that's it, and he's dead. And, the, and then in the town square, they had a dragon with a clock on it, and they said, just don't ever, you know, don't chase that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't get close to its mouth. 
He bites off his hand or some shit. <laughs> yeah, but like the Empress, just real quick, I want to backpedal for like a second. The Empress comes and she's like, I'm going to kill you, Profion. He's like, no, I don't think so. Here's some zappy powers. And he unleashes like the fucking shitty CG like bone dragon from before. And it's it's like on her back and she's like oh god oh it's killing me yeah it's like it's 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 like i'm gonna burden you some and then it just knocks her over i guess and then the dragon comes up and eats him they don't show this but after she stands up she like brushes herself off and she's like i i don't don't know what that was i I don't know what he was trying to do there oh my goodness so as as soon as he dies the battle's not even over yet and we're transitioning to like the the very final scene like there's no resolution for the battle like profium dies and then it's just, it transitions. And as it transitions, Thora Birch is like, Hooray, everyone, we won. And everybody will be equal. And here's the cemetery where Snails is buried. Well, okay, it should be noted that this is a legit cemetery and that people have actual headstones. And that Snails did die in service to this this grand empire. And his friend got a sweet promotion, got a new jacket and a new sword. And Snails' headstone is four rocks piled on top of each other with his name poorly etched into the top one. There are... Uh elaborate sepulchers all around and like giant ass headstones beautiful stuff justin whalen is essentially more or less the hero correct so in paying homage to his friend wouldn't he have some kind of elaborate headstone made nah a couple of rocks that's good for snails that's all he was worth wouldn't he commission this wouldn't he use his sweet new position in in this in this kingdom's no he was he was a modest man. And Justin Whalen's standing there looking like a fucking medieval Han Solo, and he's like, hey, snails, they gave me three belts to hold up my pants. Uh, you were a good guy. Uh, here's, here's the dragon's eye ruby that I'm just going to leave on this pile of rocks for anybody to take. Yeah, they, they all get new nice clothes, new armor and shit. They couldn't buy snails a nice plot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because uh, he was the master of all thieves, and, you know, you wanted this, so here you go. So, you think the movie's going to end, and, well, you think several things might happen at this point. So, this orangey rock starts glowing, uh, and everyone looks surprised. Uh, and then, Snails' name is erased from the top stone, and then some stupid shit happens. Justin Whalen picks it up, and he's like, wow, and he looks at, wow, and he looks at, he looks at Norda, and she's like, shh, don't, don't question the gifts. And I'm like, what gifts?! The ruby? Is the ruby the gift? Or what? And she's like, your friend's waiting. And he's like, okay, who's ready to fucking, who's ready to be DM this time? Because we're going for another fucking round. And then they turn in the, they turn into fireworks and fly off. And the movie's leading you to think that, like, Snails is going to show up. Nope. No, not at all. Marlon Marla Wayne's was like, my tr- my contract's up. I'll see you. It's the ending of uh 2001, but stupid. <laughs> And that's it. That's a. This is this end of this fucking travesty. That's that's this fucking miserable movie that I can't fucking stand, and I'm so mad that I had to watch it twice. Um, I don't want to put it in a dumpster. I want to put it into a small black box, and I want to throw it into a fucking singularity. <laughs> uh before I give my uh, my final uh, thought on this, I just want to let you guys know that this this movie was dedicated to people. Um, I'd rather have, yeah, I'd rather have Justin Whalen piss on my fucking grave than have this movie dedicated to me. I would pull a full fucking Charles Bronson and come back from the dead and get really pissed off at someone if this was dedicated to me. (laughs) 
Uh, yes, I, I would have. I would be incarnated in a Spanish actor, and he would look exactly like me, and then just fucking mow everybody down. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this again, just like Connor said, this movie's not going in the dumpster for me. This motherfucker is going in a goddamn rocket, and I'm blasting it into the sun so that it burns, and nobody ever has to watch this piece of shit. Uh, I, I loathe this movie so much. I am exa- I am physically exhausted talking about it and from watching it. I, I just want to add that this movie has proved to be the bane of my existence because in having to watch it once, that was two hours and never get back, and then in having to record it the first time, only to have some technical problems, have to make me go watch it again on the same week where I have to watch a fuck ton of TV for Phantom Zone, I'm over this movie and I want it to die. You know, this, this movie... I- Parts of it, I'm sitting here saying, okay, I see what they were trying to do here. I see, you know, they're trying to take elements from the game and make it a new movie. Except every time they do that, they shit the bet on it. You know, fucking Gary Gygus is rolling in his grave. This movie, it, we, we've had a really bad string lately of really, really bad movies. But I think, you know, this. where do I, where do I even begin, guys? Where do I even fucking begin? I don't know. You're the one who suggested it. <laughs> the year, the year this movie comes out, it's inexcusable that it looks and and just it, that it looks and is presented this badly. I don't know how this film got passed by the producers. Like when they saw a screening of it, were they just like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is this shit?" Like, fine, just just release it. We have to we have to get back whatever we can, whatever we can, we can get back. Let's just get back because fuck. Yeah, I mean, what do you say? Like, what uh, do, do you look at someone just go? cut everything but then you have to sit there and refilm a whole movie or you'd be like okay just send it out and abort it afterwards yeah, this this movie you, you basically you get out your 4e set fourth edition you open up that piece of shit you throw this fucking movie in there you just cover it in dirt and garbage old nail clippings you close up the box you just fucking throw it in another box you take that box you drive it to the dump you're just trying to get out of your car because it just smells you, you go in there, you find the dumpster, you open it up, and you put it on top, and you're like, you know what? That's not good enough. You get in there. You t- you find a fucking pole in this dumpster. You, 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 you fucking, you pull it out. You're like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing all this for this movie, but it has to be done. And you just take that pole, and you shove this fucking, this fucking Dungeons and Dragons box set so far into the ground that you don't even know if it's, if it's making any, any movement, but it's it's pretty fucking far down there is what i'm trying to say <laughs> sean has commissioned sean has commissioned an entire construction crew and he's like i don't want you to stop until it's the dead center of the earth you, you put it at the bottom of one dumpster then you, you're done with that one you get a bigger dumpster you put it in there you know you just you keep getting it as big as these dumpsters can go until they're just like in cartoonly insane and then you just launch that into the sun and if it somehow survives and an alien five thousand years from now finds that copy of fourth edition dungeons and dragons they're in for a fucking nightmare folks <laughs> this this is what the humans were up to my god i'm glad they're dead and then you just hear oh there's a game in here with drums let's check it out and to to anyone i know who has chimed in the last two weeks when i've said i've had to watch this um i don't believe you you don't like this movie please go watch it again yeah, anybody who says that they legitimately like this, fuck you. Uh, you're a liar. You're a liar. Don't even tell me. There is there is hot garbage out there that is fun to watch, and this is not fun to watch. This is, it's painful. 
I don't. If you want to get something out of this movie, just go on YouTube and look up the "Let Their Blood Rain from the Sky" loop for ten minutes, and that'll be the most joy you'll get out of it because you'll laugh at that video harder than you'll laugh at this movie. I'll give you a better idea. Just just go play Dungeons and Dragons. Like, don't watch this shitty movie. That too. Get shit hammered and go start a D and D game with your friends. And it's mad fun. And be creative because this movie isn't. Um, the uh, you know all you need is that that uh, that Jeremy Irons supercut and you're good. That's all yes. you need. Just put and that on the background. That's, e- even that's a stretch. So that's it. That's Dungeons and Dragons from 2000, directed by Courtney Solomon. If you want some more bad movie goodness, you can check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Follow us at moviedumpster on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also check out our sister podcast, The Phantom Zone, hosted by our very own Connor McGraw. You can find them at phantomzonepodcast.wordpress.com. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Connor McGraw. Thanks for visiting the dumpster. The problem with elves is they ain't got no meat on their bones. You gotta get yourself a nice 250 pound dwarf. Ah! Well, on a chin you can hang on to. We'll be right back.